you you just like you just feel like you know my my inclination mm-hmm. is just to you know bust out one verse la, or say something you know everything is going to be all right tomorrow the day it's going to be sunny but we don't know actually unless that that person that we care about is also going to do the emotional work internally like, i mean we can pray for that person but we can hope you know that you no know, that person you know is able to kind of like come out mm-hmm. of this experience but maybe that experience is also kind of like shaping la, mm-hmm. that person in a way that person also has to do the difficult work because yeah. I think like, the idea of bypassing is like you know like very easy right everything is very simple very black and white you know like yeah I know this is just the solution to mm-hmm. your problem like, I give you the solution mm-hmm. very easy right but then there's actually a lot more like work that we have to do internally to identify right some of these things and things yeah yes yeah and and it's actually it's part of a larger script that I think mm. we've inherited it's very prevalent in religious circles so <laughs> It's not like it's anyone's fault. I think more, if anything, it's when it's when people begin to become mm-hmm. aware of this and then they come out of it, then real change can happen. But it's like we're all kind of like born yeah. into it kind of a thing. Like when you join a religious community and stuff, but unless you unless you mm-hmm. already had done some of this inner work prior uh, and you're aware of these things, otherwise, chances are it's part of, you know, like the air that you breathe is part of the culture. And you don't even realize when it's happening. Yeah, I also like like how you yeah. were mentioning how like it's actually also important to love well because like we always like called to love, love, love. But then like how do mm-hmm. we love? Do we love people well? Do we love like you know the people that maybe we can't even, uh, in you know we 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 find hard to relate to because this is a very relational thing. Because sometimes you know you were saying like you know when you serve, you know in church or in a community, right? You're like very hyper focused on you know mm-hmm. like oh fulfilling certain objectives you know reaching a certain number of people but then sometimes it comes at the price of actually you know developing those close you know and, and healthy relationships so you know we can have different relationships but they may not all necessarily be you know emotionally healthy right because of the people involved and also some of maybe the mm. you know the struggles uh, that we face so i was also wondering you know what's at stake if we don't practice this emotionally healthy spirituality so what may happen to us you know as individuals as community and also, since you were mm-hmm. also talking about you know, serving like, the wider church, so like, what thoughts do you have also on that? Okay. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to share a, an anecdote from my own personal experience. I used to work full-time in a parish. And uh, so, you know, and, and uh, it was a very vibrant parish. So, you know, vibrant is one of the words that usually people like, right? Oh, a lot of things happening, you know, for mission and for evangelization. It means it translates to a lot of um, projects going on, a lot of activities happening. So, and with any any parish usually or any, uh, I think, uh, church kind of community, you know, you will have those p- few people that always get asked to do things, right? Because they are capable, they're reliable. And I see you nodding. Oh, yeah. I think you're one of those people, right, Nicole? You probably get a yes. lot of requests. <laughs> you know yes. to join this committee to hit this project to join this organization committee and all that kind of a thing um so when i was so me being staff you know and and it was in a parish that was not the parish that i grew up in i didn't know a lot of the people when i first started so i'll take guidance from you know the the priests or the parish priests like i oh, don't no, go approach so and so this person that person and and so as staff uh and also with my own personal zeal of you know i really want to help evangelize and make disciples. We want these things to be happening. Uh, I realize it's very easy for me to treat, to really see people as a means to an end. I need these volunteers. I need them because without them, we can't do all these things. 
right? It's very important. And I want the right people. I want the I want the ca- the capable ones. I want people who can deliver. At some point, and this is linked to my own journey. I think my own interior journey going with a lot. But at some point, I I started re- recognizing. I don't check in with these people. Like, do I know how they are actually doing? Is it actually okay? Do they actually have enough capacity in their lives to take on one more project? You know, one more thing. And all these things are actually big stuff, right? I mean, like, we know it's loading on. And when I started, not just asking, but when I started taking a real interest in finding out how people actually are doing in their lives, apart from their involvement in church, I realized, Nicole, for many of them, things are not going well. There are actually a lot of stuff that's not going well in their lives. It's just that it's not church-related, so-called. It's not to do with their involvement in church, maybe, right? Um, there were there was a there was a a, a couple that um, eventually the wife told me that they've been so busy in their own lives, and then they're also very involved in ministry. They're leaders of ministry and everything that they've stopped talking oh, wow. to each other about anything apart from ministry Whoa. because there's just no time. Yeah, apart from work, apart from their jobs. Yeah. Right? And everything that's going on, you have all these ministry responsibilities. They haven't actually talked to each other oh, about themselves. Yeah. Like, th- there's no room for their own relationship, their own marriage to grow apart from working relationship. Mm. And I've since found that that's not rare. It's quite common, actually, mm. when, let's say, both husband and wife are involved in, you know, in ministry. How is that? That's not quite okay. I think, you know, instinctively, yeah. we know that can't be what God is asking us. We know yeah. that the family is a very important, the funda- yeah. you know, foundational unit, right, for for discipleship as well. So if that if if the marriage is not on solid ground, mm-hmm. doesn't matter how involved husband and wife are uh, in church, you know, doesn't matter how many ministries they're involved in or they lead. Mm. But we don't look there. We don't see the, uh, you know, we don't see that. And if leaders, so as let's say for me as staff, if I I could choose to keep a blind. I turn a blind eye on this because, you know, if I started looking there, I couldn't in good conscience keep loading these people up with work. I And I realized that if I actually wanted to journey with them in a sense of like help them maybe discern what is the Lord inviting them to, for a lot of them, it doesn't oh, yeah. even occur to them that they can say no because yeah, that's a script. This is for God. This is for church. Right? Yeah. If uh, if father asks me, surely God is asking me, you know? It's like, yeah, yeah, people, yeah. There's no dis- that, that's not, you know, they don't understand discernment, right? It's not like that. Um, I, I recently had to tell a client, um, mm. you know, because she actually said, oh, maybe father knows better than me. And I had to tell her, I said, well, I said, is father, mm. is father the steward of your life? He isn't, you know, actually. No. That, is he aware of the issues that you're having at home? Is he aware mm. of how burnt out you are of your health issues? He mm. isn't. So how would father yeah. know better than you? Right? You you can't shirk that responsibility. We cannot shirk that responsibility to whether it's father or leader or whoever else, you know, parent, whoever asked me to do this. Um, that's actually, is not is, that's also emotionally very immature. We're not taking ownership of the power and the authority that God has given us over our own lives over our own bodies. Mm. 